What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You want to know what the hardest thing is about starting a podcast episode? It's the fucking intro. I have done this 10 to 12 times. Welcome to another. Welcome. Hey, I am. Man, that shit is hard. <laughs> oh, man. I have said welcome to from one to an. It's, it's starting to don't even sound like words. It's like I'm speaking another language. Welcome to another episode of from one to another. Fuck that. Y'all know who it is. Y'all know what's going on. It's. Yeah, boy. It's our one year anniversary. And I dropped this podcast a year ago on my birthday. And here we are 365 days later. This will be episode 17. Shout out to everybody that's downloaded, left a rate, review. I appreciate it so much. And we need more of them. I got 2,000 plus downloads and don't have 2,000 plus ratings and reviews and comments, man. Show you boy a little bit of love. I'm just asking you to give me five stars. I ain't asking for much. But I appreciate everybody for tapping in. It's been a it's been a fun journey. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot um, from last December 15th to now. And I wanted to do this episode by myself. Just because, one, it's my damn birthday. <laughs> so allow me to be a little selfish, you know what I mean? But also because I I really want to talk about a few things that, you know, will allow me to look a little vulnerable. You know what I mean? Just a little. And that's something I, I don't feel like I've ever done. I feel like a lot of people really, truly don't know me. Um... I get tired of talking about basketball and just being seen as a basketball player and that puts a lot of pressure on me or I'm I'm sure on other people, you know, to succeed and to be special and to be great at it because that's all people see you as. You know, every time I come home from overseas, how is it over there? How'd you play or after every game? Ain't nobody even watched the game. A lot of people who ask me, How how you doing? Uh How's basketball going? They ain't even watched the game. And I tell them, oh, yeah, we got a, we had a game yesterday. They don't even ask if we won or lost. How many points you scored? How'd you do? Damn. How you been would be nice. But we'll get in that a little bit later. I want to shout out a couple of my friends who have really tapped into damn near every, if not every, damn near every episode and giving me feedback. Shout out to Crip. Shout out to Day Day. Shout out to all my guys who have tapped into this pod, to my podcast and just, you know, just showing love because I need it. You know, this ain't easy to do, to to take time out of your day and talk because a podcast is, is, I ain't going to say it's difficult. It's, it's not difficult, but it's time consuming. 
and I'm not the most time efficient guy there is. <laughs> so it has come with its struggles. But anyway, it is my birthday. And what's crazy is, you know, I had this thought earlier today is that I told my other older brother when I was younger, man, I'm scared of turning 30. He laughed his ass off. He was like, boy, what the hell? Why are you scared of turning 30? And I told him, I said, I'm scared. I'm going to go through life and just wake up 30, like not really living up to my full potential. I said, I'm, I feel like I'm going to just go through the motions and wake up 30. <laughs> and I'm going to wake up 30. And I had that thought, rest in peace to him. May God bless his soul. That was my boy, man. But this episode will be a, a bit different. I don't have a guest. It's just me and you on your car ride or you cooking. Don't burn the vegetables. Don't burn the meat. Just sit back, relax. And we're going to have a good time. So one of my dad's friends, not sure who he is. My dad called me and he, he told me that one of his friends has a 15-year-old son that he wants to ask me, hey, what did you ask me about, you know, what what can I do with my son to to help him get better at basketball? And I'm, I really don't, like, how much time you got to sit down and talk, fella, because this ain't a 30-minute conversation. <laughs> And I'm going to break down my upbringing with basketball. And it's been healthy, and it's also been toxic. And I'm going to talk about a few things that, you know, people may not know about me. Because I've always been known as the, oh, he's fine. He's good. Even with my parents. Don't get in trouble with school at school. Good grades. He's fine. It's hardly ever been a, how's he doing mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally? It's been a, oh, he's fine. He'll he'll figure it out. Even in basketball, you know, I hadn't always been talented. If some people wouldn't consider me talented, and let's let's go back. Let's go back. Okay, I don't I don't want to get too far. I don't want to get too far ahead. So, I grew up Waynesboro, Mississippi. A lot of people already know that. But Google ain't going to tell you how the city really was. Yeah, you know it's 5,000 people, but Waynesboro is a different environment. <laughs> it's a different environment. And my parents are not from Waynesboro. So, I grew up in that town, short, fat, and chubby. You know, I didn't know that at the time. I was just a kid. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to school with all these other, all the, you know, just the people around town. I'm starting to get bullied. I'm starting to get. And that was the first thought or first experience that I had with self. Like a lot of people don't even understand, like you are a whole human being. and You have to get to know you. 
things you like, things you don't like, how you react to this, how you handle this issue, that issue, what makes you happy, what makes you sad, your purpose in life. It's a lot that goes into you. And I don't necessarily feel like people get the right understanding of what self is at a young age, especially in the South. You know what I mean? We taught to believe a certain thing. And it's not in self, it's in other things. And that's a topic for another day. I won't go too deep into that, but I'm getting bullied and people telling me what I look like and it's it's starting to fuck with me, honestly. Like, hmm, I didn't know I was fat. That was the first idea I had of myself. Oh damn, somebody called me fat. And it just kept spiraling into, hmm, people don't really you know, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm this, I'm that. People don't even know that about my journey. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of slept on and swept under the rug about shit that I've dealt with because I don't bring that to the light. You know, I hear it, I internalize it, and then I just keep going. I try to bring positivity and because I, I give positivity to, to get it back. You know, I think that's that's what... That's what the universe is is for to to give to receive. You know what I mean to to be. You know the Bible even says to treat others how you want to be treated. So I'm growing up, and I'm the I'm fine guy. And so as I'm growing up, it's it no longer went from me and my sister in the household. One of my aunts died, and she had two kids, so they moved in with us, and then. Um, my older brother, who I who I call my other older brother, he's actually my older cousin, but he moved in with us as well. So he felt like more of an older brother to me. And I won't go too deep into my family issues, but it was a lot of people in the in a in in one household. And it was it was tough. I'm not gonna lie, it was tough. And I can't say I blame I can't blame anybody for for it because things had to get done. My cousins needed a place to stay. My older brother needed uh stability. And you know, with five kids and in the household, like some some people get lost in the shuffle and I felt like that was me. And my brother, John Jones, may God Bless his soul. Rest in peace to you, brother. Is he was the only person that made me feel seen. You know, he was he was a man I still admire to this day because I saw him at age 16 have a son, work a job and be a star on the high school football team. And I'm not saying he was a star because he's my older brother. I, I was a water boy. I was on the sideline watching him play every Friday. And then I, I saw him the next day work a shift, come in late and have school. And guess what? When you come, when he come home late from KFC, I want to talk because he woke me up and he was sitting. Listen, he, he's already worked a damn eight hour shift right after school, right after football practice. And he would listen. So. I'm still going through my my bullying troubles at school and. I'm on the middle school basketball team, but I'm not playing. I'm not getting in. I don't even 
I'm not even really sure basketball is for me because I'm riding the pine. And that summer, after eighth grade, I graduated going into high school. I grew. I went from like five eight, short, fat, chubby, and to six foot in the fat stretch. I'm skinny. I'm about six foot, one hundred and sixty pounds, and that's the same summer my brother died in a car accident. And I remember it like it was yesterday. It was the summer, and he had just gone to JCJC Jones County Community College, and he had called me. The morning of, I mean, the morning, the morning before he passed away and asked me if I wanted an iPod. I was like, hell yeah, bring it to me. Damn right, I want an iPod. I ain't never had no shit like that. Bring it. And then the next day, my pops come in at five and he's, he's not the fucking best at giving news. He lay it to you. He give it to you straight. Like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's like, damn, you couldn't have, you couldn't have sugarcoated this shit. Woke me up, brought me to the room and said, yeah, Dominique died. Hmm. So, my sister has a very close friend named Dominique. And I'm like, oh, shit. Dominique died. Damn, that's crazy. And then I realized Dominique was at the house. Staying the night with my sister. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, whoa. <laughs> The one guy that I felt like was giving me purpose was teaching me how to be, to be me, to be my my one role model, gone. And still to this day, as I'm turning 30, which I told him, hey, man, I'm scared of turning 30, bro. I feel like I ain't going to live my life and I'm going to just wake up 30, man. I think, I think about him because I know. I know that'd be funny if he was still here and I hit him up like, hey, I'm, I'm waking up 30 today. <laughs> but anyway, man, he, I deal with that or whatever and I get to high school and all of a sudden I'm starting to have friends because I'm on a basketball team. You know, I, I usually, I can't say, I can't say I didn't have friends. That would be a lie. But the one time that I started getting friends or hanging out with people, I got a basketball goal in my backyard with a, with a dirt lot, like not even concrete or anything. Like I had been out there so much that the grass turned into dirt and damn near every day would be, I would have a backyard full of people at my crib playing basketball. So as I'm, I'm getting older and, as I'm getting older and starting to play more basketball, I'm not saying I'm good. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't truly get good at basketball until my senior year of high school, but I'm starting to get more friends. I'm starting to be, quote, unquote, popular around school. But I never really felt like that was because of me or my personality. I, I felt like it was because of basketball. And, you know, basketball, honestly, if you play it long enough, it will expose you and how you feel about yourself because basketball is kind of a that one sport you got to have pride, you got to have an ego, you got to be competitive to be successful. 
And if you're not, if you're insecure, if you don't believe in yourself, if you have certain issues, they will arise because there's always going to be somebody better than you. Every night is different. You can you can bust somebody ass and the next game you'll get your ass bust. And if you don't have a solid foundation of who you are, what you believe and, and a sense of confidence, it will expose you. You will come face to face with you, not anybody else. It won't be shit a coach can say. It won't be shit your teammates can say. If you don't believe in you, you're in trouble. And I felt like my whole foundation of me or my self-identity was tied up into basketball because I felt like being bullied and not necessarily getting attention at home or the issues I had at home and I'm being the I'm fine guy. Oh, he's fine. He'll figure it out. It gets tough when shit hits the fan and it's time for you to believe in yourself when everybody told you was just a fat, little, short, ugly kid. And I want to expose that. I want to talk about it because here I am turning 30. I realize that you got to love you. <laughs> as cliche and corny as that may sound, you have to love you. Because if you don't, how in the hell is anybody else going to? If you don't love self, that you don't know what love is. And like I said, basketball will bring you face to face to that. And honestly, I've been face to face a couple times just not understanding or not having built that foundation way before I got to this point where I am seven years into playing professional basketball where I believe in myself. I'm I'm building that now. I'm realizing, damn, I'm late to the party. <laughs> I'm late to the fucking party. I should have been believing in myself 15 years ago. But you got to have that foundation. And that's the first thing I told my dad's friend about his son is, man, you got to build a foundation of confidence in your son. You got to make him feel like he can do anything because adversity is on its way. You want to take this path, bro? You ain't going to be the best. You may not always make shots. Mit like, it's a lot to come with it. But can you can you withstand that and still have two feet on the ground in confidence? And I feel like that's what makes some of the greats who they are. Like Steph Curry, yeah, sure. He spends 80 hours a week in the gym. But it's I'm sure a lot of people do that. But they ain't got the mindset Steph Curry got. They don't have the same sense of self and the and the the belief system that he does it's bigger it's bigger than it's bigger than 80 hours in the gym yeah i could do that but i ain't i'm not steph curry you can spend a million dollars on your body you ain't gonna be lebron james it's mental and that's what i've been having to tell myself if i as, as i get older and this this is it's like a letter to myself it's a it's it's been a letter to myself is hey man believe in you i'm i'm at this point you know seven years in and 
played in multiple countries, and a lot of people would look at me and say, damn, Abe, you successful, bro. Somebody just told my mama the other day, yeah, I can't believe Avery is a millionaire. Motherfucker don't know me at all. <laughs> but that's that's what's crazy about social media nowadays. They see you playing overseas. They don't know where you at. They don't know what you're doing. They assume right away, oh, yeah, damn, I ain't no Avery was a millionaire. Who the fuck told you that? But that's what I'm saying. People have always made assumptions and not asked me or not talked to me about, hey, man, how you been or what you doing? Like, it's been basketball, basketball, basketball. And, and I'm, if you've, had, if you've had multiple conversations with me, you know life is, for me, way bigger than where the fucking orange ball goes through a hole. You know what I mean? So as I get into college, you know, you know, I mean, I senior year was great for me, you know, because I I had a coach that believed in me that that pushed me past the limit of what I thought was possible. But college was the exact opposite. I bet I met a bunch of coaches, and and I'm not trying to slight them in any way, shape, or form. I'm not, but for me and how I perceived what they were saying to me, I was extremely limited. You know, as a as a college kid, you want to be the best version of you. You want to develop. You re- you realize that there's shit that you can't do. There's there's you understand that it's shit you need to work on. But when somebody tells you, I only want you to do this and don't do shit else. How how is anybody supposed to take that? And that's when I. That's where really all my, most of my basketball trauma came from is you got to make that shot. You got to be a shooter. Man, I've had people, I've had college coaches tell me, yeah, we ain't got nobody on this team that's going to the league. I'm in junior college. Why the hell would you say something like that? If I want to dream, let me dream. I didn't understand you saying, oh, yeah, we ain't got nobody on this team going to the league. Or I get an offer from Memphis, my dream school. Oh, yeah, you probably wouldn't play there. Or, I mean, just insane amount of shit that I've heard people say to me about pursuing my dreams. And it's like, who the fuck are you to tell me what I can and can't do? Fuck, are you sitting here in scuba with me? And I still I still got more years to do shit. And you telling me, nah, you ain't going to do that. So I go... Everywhere I went, oh, man, yeah, we love your game. But we just want you to be a catch, more of a catch-and-shoot guy. If you don't have the shot, move it quick. And Man, what type of develop? What, kind, what type of development shit is this? How am I developing? What am, what am I developing? So shout-out to all the, the, the kids getting that NIL. Man, take that shit and run with it. Take that shit and run with it because guess what? At least you can get some bread for how these coaches treat you. And I'm not, no, I'm not saying that all coaches are bad. No, I'm not saying that. But there is a but. Coaches have far more control than you think they got watching on the TV. Coaches crawl up in these 18 to 20 year olds' minds and, and they, I'm not even, they manipulate them. 
fuck it. I'm going to say it. They manipulate him. Because as a fucking 40, 50 year old coach, you know far more than an 18 or 20 year old about life and about the mind. Hmm. Yeah, I said some shit then. I've seen it. And for the life of me, I can't understand why you knowing more of being more experienced in life. That it's purely basketball with a lot of these coaches. Everybody, Everybody's relationship not the same. But you play for me. You you do what I need you to do. And I'm, I'm going to holler at you later. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know when the last time I talked to the head coaches that I played for. Yeah, they. Sh- I mean, I, I hear them. I get a DM from two or three times a year. But that's it. And it's going to be plenty more players that come through that system. Hey, man, we only want you to do. Man, what what the hell you. What the hell you mean you want me to only want me to catch and shoot? I'm in the gym all the time. I know how to dribble a basketball. No, 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 no. We got other people for that. See, that's the mind fuck that basketball does. I want you to have all the competitive spirit. Don't back down. Have some pride. I mean, time you hear people say that shit. Have some fucking pride. Okay, but when it's time for me to have some pride, you want me to t- you want me to turn that tune it ah, pull that back a little bit. I only want you to stand in the corner. You know how much pressure it is to make a shot when you only getting five or six of them bitches a game as a guard. Man, I'm six two. I'm being guarded by Michael Bridges in the Big East. How the fuck I'm a <laughs> how the fuck I'm a make. Three out of five shots. Man, I'm starting in the Sweet 16. Just They started Justin Jackson. I mean, he's 6'9". I can't even see the rim. And you only want me to... I got to make three out of seven? That's tough. That's fucking tough. So, I would... I You know, I told my dad's friend... Just prepare him for adversity, build a foundation of confidence, and don't compare yourself to others. Just don't do that. Comparison is the thief of all joy. It truly is. Because everybody's unique, everybody has their own path. And it took certain people far longer to get to a certain place than it did others and that's okay i know we live in a society where you got to get a certain amount of likes to feel like you've done something validation is at an all-time high i can't tell you how many times i've seen a high school mixtape where they just recording somebody in the layup line of it's it's crazy it's absolutely crazy how much validation we need nowadays to to feel like we've done something. And that's just not true. And even for me. I have to remind myself that. I don't need validation. I don't need somebody to tell me. I'm doing a good job. Or check on me. Because sometimes it just ain't going to happen. It ain't. You got to love you. You got to. Have that, that foundation of self belief. Because if you don't. Ain't nobody else going to do it for you. And that's okay. Okay. Because you can.
you can do it. Don't minimize yourself by what other people think. And I've had to overcome that. You know, I've I've had my struggles. I thought my whole life was about how many shots I made or what or not pissing. Like, it's crazy. It's all wrong. <laughs> it's way more to life than what your profession. And it and I this is this is truly one of my beliefs. This is truly one of my beliefs. The whole point of life is to be the best version of yourself. I th- I think that's what God is. God is the best version of you. The kingdom of God is within. Look it up. It says it in the Bible. And a lot of people, a lot of us actually believe in that. So look it up. The kingdom of God is within. So what does that mean? It's in you. It's in all of us. But how do you access it? How do you access it? It's the best version of you. And no matter how many times somebody call you fat, short, chubby, whatever the case may be, it's not true. I know it may seem like it is. But as long as you had, you form your own opinion or uh, your own truth about you, fuck what everybody else got to say. Come face to face with all the trauma. Don't don't hide in in rap music. Don't hide in TV. Don't hide in bad bad habits. Don't hide in food. Cause I I I I got that I got that problem too. If I feel any certain way about anything i just go eat it i just go eat some sweets running away from the problem that's not ever gonna fix it and you're gonna keep coming face to face with that issue every single time it's not gonna go away until you run through it and that's for all the parents that are raising young kids or whoever whoever may be listening to this podcast this episode is Be the best version of yourself. You can. No matter what anybody said about you, because I've I've gone so long not believing in myself. I've I got this. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I've I only got here by hard work. There has been times where I've believed in myself, but it all depended on how many shots I made. If I was making shots, I'm the greatest guy ever. If I'm missing shots, I don't have a job. I'm hurt. I'm the worst guy ever to be around because I formed my whole self-identity by basketball. You know how limiting that is? That's very limiting to form your whole identity of self based on how well you played or how many games you win. You always going to fucking lose. Only one it's two teams that play. Only one can win. And sometimes you ain't on that winning side. It's 14, 15 guys on your team. Everybody's gonna everybody is gonna get a chance. You're gonna miss shots. It's a round ball in a small hole with a bunch of space around you. You ain't always gonna make shots, and that's okay. You have more value than that. You have more value than 
working eight-hour shifts or 12-hour shifts. You're bigger than that job. You're bigger than all the criticism and all the disbelief you may have in yourself. You're bigger than that. And I've had to tell myself that I've had to to learn to give myself some grace because I didn't know how. I wasn't taught that. If you grew up in the South, man, you can't cry. You got to be tough. Somebody joke, you joke back. Fuck you mean somebody was picking on you, punch him in the face. Like, that's the type of mindset, but that's not going to. That's not gonna ever turn out to be to for you to be the best version of you, and that's what this. That's what I've been rambling on for thirty, plus minutes about is because I really wanna. Staple at home is. You can, and I can, and I've had to. To really come face to face with, just all the doubt that I've received. I had a preacher tell me when I was young. They gave us a, a paper. We graduated in middle school. And they said, what you want to be when you grow up? And I said, I want to make it to the NBA. And they read them out loud. And he said, hey, he read mine and said, I want to make it to the NBA. Hmm. Well, you know it's only 400 people that make it to the NBA. Oh, man, I'm fucking 13. You know it's only 400 or something people make it to the NBA, man. You might want to. You want, might want to. Think of something else. What the fuck? Why would you say that to a 13-year-old? These are the these this is the type of shit that I still live with today. Because I man, on this journey, I'm telling you, when I say I was gonna outwork you, man, I didn't need man, I'm I didn't need no trainer. I ain't even know about no trainer. I'm from Wayne, man, it's five thousand people there. In that city. I ain't know nothing about no trainer. I'm in that lab by myself. Rebounding for myself. I'm still doing that. And guess what that opens the door for? Self-criticism. I ain't got no third party looking at me. I'm looking at. I'm, man, I'm talking about long hours in that gym. Frustrated because I can't. Man, I'm recording myself. I'm, I'm in that bitch two, three hours. It's just me. You gotta give yourself some grace. You gotta, you gotta take a step back and understand you trying the best you fucking can do. You gotta understand nobody's out here trying to fuck up and not be their best. Some are. Some don't give a fuck. But if you're actually trying, live with the results. Live with them. Allow somebody to help you. Because I got so caught up in this journey that I, I, if I asked for help and somebody didn't help me or man, I'm not, I'm doing it on my own. Fuck it, it's just me, and that just led to me being harder and harder and harder on myself and having to untangle knots at fucking twenty eight, twenty nine years old, where you like, damn, why didn't anybody tell me like this or that? How to give grace to yourself. How to love self. Man, that's that's a journey. And take this podcast as a... This episode as a, as a note to love self. To appreciate you and all the shit that you do for yourself and for others. And if you ain't done nothing for yourself, do something for yourself. Whatever it is you like to do, go and do it. 
This shit bigger than dreams and goals and aspirations. Yeah. But don't tie it. Yeah, go after it, but don't tie yourself down to it or limit yourself to it. One year anniversary, man. Shout out to all my friends. Shout out to Crip. Shout out to Day Day. Shout out to all my boys and boy stuff. Shout out to everybody that uh, taps in to this podcast. I appreciate everybody for listening. You know, I really felt vulnerable just now because <laughs> I got on a I got on a tangent and a rant, but. It was necessary for me because I know a lot of people don't even understand or or know about me, and I'm I'm I felt like it was necessary for for me, not necessarily for anybody else, but for me to to be more of an open book and to understand, or help people understand. I'm bigger than basketball, man. Stop coming to me asking me about who top five in the NBA, man. I don't give a fuck about that all the time. <laughs> I know that may sound crazy, but I don't. I can I can sit here and talk about it all day, but shit, I like other things too, and and that's 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 that part is worth ex, worth exploring. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. This is our one year anniversary episode seventeen. Shout out to all my guys. Shout out to everybody that downloads and listens. This is from one to another. Your favorite. Fucking host, Avery Woodson signing out.